You are now listening to Las Reinas del Chisme. Hosted by Dania, Violeta, and Debbie. Where chisme ain't the only thing we talk about. No, it ain't. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Reinas del Chisme. I'm Dania. I'm Debbie. I'm Violeta. And V is going to go ahead and let you guys know what we're drinking. Yes. Yeah, so today we are drinking a Hennessy Cola Float. So what you need is Coca-Cola, vanilla ice cream, and Hennessy with whipped cream. So, you know, whipped cream for dessert. Henny to get you there. <laughs> <laughs> so Debbie's only down one that fucking took the Hennessy. So... You know, we might see some lives later on at <laughs> DM for content purchases. She already put the whipped cream in her purse for later. So. Yeah. I'll add my, all what, just fans or mm-hmm. what is it? Is that what it is? Only yeah. Family. Fans. Yeah. Whatever. Y'all know what I mean. Yeah. I was talking shit because they were talking about like getting more whipped cream and I was like, Debbie Loki wanting to save the camp for when she gets home. <laughs> yeah. For myself so I can lick them off my own nipples or what. <laughs> Hey, you got a dog. No, Dania for her. <laughs> you got a dog? <laughs> Gross. No. No. Um, for what, though? Dania, Dania for what? For your nipple sensations. Oh, for okay. your, what is dilation? I don't you, know what the term is, but yeah, supposedly because I was just reading something I didn't know, but like nipple stimulation like helps with when you're trying to get, um, your when you're trying to dilate or whatever, mm-hmm. so... RJ's been practicing his flicks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, so I can go ahead and get started with the segments. So for me, honestly, I'm Kaiki's back with his fucking mommy bullshit bringing me content and shit. I swear to you, I don't know what the heck's going on that like for the past couple mo- months, for the past couple nights, he's just not letting me sleep. Mm-hmm. Like he, like I literally have to like, you're going to go to sleep right now. And like us trying to go to bed together and it's just not working. And I don't know what the fuck to do. Like last time I wasn't feeling so good. So I like went and lay down and I fell asleep. And then now I feel him is like him getting over me and leaving and running away. And I was just too tired to even get up. <laughs> like, yeah, they got it. Mm-hmm. You should just have him wear like the GoPro on his forehead <laughs> and like have it somehow stick to your phone. So whenever he's like running around, you can at least see what he's doing. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. A good idea. <laughs> so I have a let it out moment. You know, just always me fucking bringing myself down, talking shit about myself. But it's just like a let it out, like annoying pet peeves that people fucking do. But yet you find yourself doing it. So. Every Tuesday that we air, I listen to our episodes like as if I was a listener. Mm-hmm. And I always just catch myself doing shit like being like the last being like just like that. And also being like, um, yeah. So like I literally heard our last episode and I probably said it like 50 something times. And I was like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Like I was so fucking annoyed. And I'm like, why is this me? Like I can already imagine all you guys like talking shit when you hear that episode. Like, damn, like again. <laughs> I actually wonder if like they pick up on it and they're like, oh, it's so annoying that this person does that. Because after V was mentioning this, like I when I listen to it too, I'm always like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And in my head, when I listen, I'm like, bitch, they know what you mean. Like, you <laughs> gotta the say fuck up. Or it used to be, yeah, so anyways. <laughs> 
gotta get you guys back on track. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it'd be funny just to like know because like, we have like a lot of people that are, like repetitive, like DMers will DM us like shit about our episodes. So it'd be funny if you guys can let us know if like there's shit that we do that's just fucking annoying because it's like to me it'd be funny, but I don't know for you guys. Oh, yeah. Me low key blocking them. I after. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but it would just be funny to know like what people say because it's like I just listen to myself and I'm just like about to fucking spam the fucking account like <laughs> no that's true debbie talk shit about yourself too what do you do that you don't like <laughs> i don't know actually i'm just like eh. i just don't like listening to myself talk like really? it's just weird i just think it's like weird yeah every I'm time like, like rico listens to the episode when we're both in the car and i'm like don't fucking listen to it <laughs> like you know because he's just talking shit the whole time like oh, like when was that or like just stupid oh. shit i'm like <laughs> yeah i don't like that i don't think that if I were to have a partner, I don't think I would want him or her to like listen, mm-hmm. listen to the, the episode because then I'd be like, damn, now I have to watch what I fucking say because then it's going <laughs> to start a fight and like, you know, especially because me because I have history and then it's like, you didn't tell me that shit. And I'm like, you don't need to know everything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's weird. Like, I don't mind that RJ listens to it. I feel like if we listen to it together, that would be weird. Uh, yeah. But like him listening to it doesn't it's not weird to me yeah and it's funny because when he doesn't listen to it, i'm always like oh yeah did you listen to the episode so what happened what did i say about this like testing him to see if <laughs> he fucking too. listen to the whole fucking episode i'll try to catch him on guard off guard and i'll be like oh did you remember that part and he'll be like which part and i'm like you didn't fucking listen to it he's like yeah i did and then i'll always joke i'm like man you're a fast yeah and he's like you know have i said that a fake ass fan yeah he just like laughs and then he remembers but usually he's just too lazy to think about what i said in that moment yeah like his last tuesday i like fucking got out of the car like do not (laughs) like i fucking brought that up and then because like chill like you already said that like every day this week and i was like oh i did he's like yeah i've heard that like hella times and then I'm like, oh, I was like, it's still fucking funny, though. <laughs> She's all laughing. She's all sending us recordings of that. No, I got asked today how many hot dogs I ate. I was like, wow, mind your business. <laughs> was it a guy? No. You could have been like, I could make that five. <laughs> no. I'm just playing. Debbie don't mind the smell of onions. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Me? Rico, this one's for you. I guess he doesn't mind. <laughs> okay um i did have like a little mommy bullshit thing which is just tied to the fact that um arjun well i printed out like a little birthing plan guide just kind of like you know i haven't even talked to my doctor about it yet because i think that's gonna happen my next appointment but anyways the point is there are so many fucking things to consider and just like a lot of things that were like what the fuck you know so it's just overwhelming, kind of. Like, they ask you so many mm-hmm. things that I didn't expect. Like, do you want a mirror when, when the baby's crowning? Like, do you want to feel the baby, like, when you're crowning? And I'm like, what? Like, yeah, I don't know. And but- I feel like, I mean, speaking for myself, I don't know about other moms. But, like, for myself, like, after the first baby, like, the first baby, like, you're so, like, you want everything to go away. You want to have a plan. And the second baby, I was kind of like, whatever. As long as he comes out healthy, like, I'm just going to go with the flow. Like, I didn't yeah. even really have a plan at that point. But... I feel like your first one, it's like you really don't know how your body is going to react or exactly. what to expect. So Yeah, I know. That's why that's why we were talking about like this is like a guideline to what like if it was a perfect case scenario, like how I'd want things to go. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm not going to be like set on following my plan that I'm not going to do what like the doctors advise. You know what yeah. I mean? 
But there's just like a lot of terminology on there too that I'm like, okay, it's good to know because now I'll be able to ask the doctor because it's like there was just things that I didn't fucking know. Like the word for when they like cut you. Oh. And the nurse practitioner told me like, oh yeah, we don't do that here and we don't do this other thing. And then I'm like, I didn't even know what that was, right? Mm -hmm. But you guys know what the word is? I don't remember it, what it was, but essentially it's like when they think you're going to tear and then they'll like cut you oh. instead. Oh, and God. I'm like, okay, I'm glad you guys don't do that. <laughs> it's like weird because I've seen my sisters both have birth and my sister had the mirror thing where she watched like her baby come out. Well, it was fucking weird. Like it's not weird, but it's weird not being pregnant, seeing somebody fucking push a baby out. But literally there was like one nurse that was just like <laughs> massaging like my sister down there and it was like creepy like you know just like watching it's like okay is she getting stimulated too because it's like i'm so confused but it's like they're legit they're like fucking massaging you so you don't rip but it's like yeah yeah there's just like all these different things to consider mm -hmm. but anyway so i've we've been Debbie, trying to just deal hey, with that, that could be a side job <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm a pussy massager <laughs> But anyways, <laughs> I mean, I've been, have I ever said that I've been there when you gave birth to both of your babies, me? I thought you were going to say I've been, I've been there massaging vagina support. Like, I don't know. But yeah, you've been there for both yeah. times. And like both times I was just like, when Nevaeh was born, it was like, it's just like overwhelming because it's like such a like overwhelming, but like beautiful experience. Mm -hmm. And then I felt like for Rico you had the same doctor that I'm gonna have and he just made the whole thing like funny yeah like I remember he joked that like that the baby like came out and he was like tossing him over to us and all of us I was all like scared I'm like the youngest like the only one that doesn't have kids in there and that shit was just like funny but it was like scary at the same time but anyways did you guys have anything else for another segment oh um what in the white for me so we all know what's going on with the whole um, coronavirus thing. Um, <laughs> and I just think it's so dumb when, like, white people are over here saying that it's, like, a hoax for, to take down the president and shit. Like, at this point, that motherfucker is, is just going to come down by himself. Like, we hope. <laughs> no one's going to take him down or need a virus to take him down. But I just think that's so fucking stupid and dumb. But, yeah, that's my whole little what in the white. Yeah, and just, like, I think tied to the whole coronavirus, like, and more into, like, a little let it out thing. Mm -hmm. I would just say, like, be aware of where you're getting where you're getting your information from mm -hmm. because there's a lot of people saying a lot of things and some people thinking, like, oh, it's not a big deal. Some people completely panicking and it's, like, just try to get accurate information and, like, do what you got to do to try to stay healthy and, like, you know, be courteous. What do you say, courteous? Or yeah, courteous of other. Of others and just, like, be cautious and, um, yeah, like, just try to stay healthy and, like, pay attention, wash your hands, mm -hmm. do all do all of the stuff. Like, mm -hmm. pay attention to your hygiene, especially. Yeah. So. And it's, it's just really scary when it's, like, stuff that's, like, sudden, I guess, that people make, like, a big spiel about. Like, for me personally, it's, like, I haven't got scared of it until yesterday when I saw, oh, like, a couple of days ago when I heard that it was in Kaiser that they transported, like, somebody in, like, yeah. the freaking ambulance. And I was kind of like, okay, it's getting serious. But also it's because I, like, I saw something where they say that, like, the flu in general kills so much more people than this coronavirus has already killed. So it's, like, the flu is an ongoing thing, but you don't see people reacting this way. But it's just from all the fucking social media that's, like, making people, like, 
yeah more scared i guess i think it also is because like the flu shot like there's already there we have that you know Mm -hmm. and i think that because we don't have anything for this i think that's what it's even more like Mm -hmm. making people freak out even more yeah but i completely understand i'm not there i'm not freaking out but because of where i work and because um i have to make decisions it's just it's becoming more of a headache and more of a like shit i have to constantly think about and Mm -hmm. it's just like well, fuck, like, now I need to make protocols. Now I need to yeah. fucking write things and, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And just, like, hearing things, like, because, like, my um, aunt and uncle live in Italy. So we they actually tell us stuff, like, that's really happening, like, compared oh, to what you right. see in, the, in, like, the media. And it's, like, they're, like, legit, like, their country literally takes things, like, so serious. But it's, like, almost, like, in a not scared manner. It's, like, they have, like, set, like... Not laws, but, like, there's, like, things where it's, like, you literally can go to the work in the store. You can't be more than 300 feet by somebody. You have to be home before dark. They don't have anything open at night. Basically, just to keep people. And I think that's amazing how they're, like, Mm -hmm. not, they don't have to pay their mortgage or pay Mm -hmm. any rent and stuff. I think that that's the the president or, yeah, they're taking care of the people. Yeah, Yeah, the government is taking care of the people. And they're taking precautions about that. So I think mm-hmm. that's amazing. And I feel like a lot of more countries need to fucking follow that. Mm-hmm. So have you guys talked to them? And like, do they say that like what they're say- what basically what we've been hearing in the media about what's going on over there? Does that seem pretty real? Um, so some factors are, but I guess because they live in, there's like different parts of Italy that have different, like depend on like what vicinity is that what you call it like yeah. where they live like at? i'm assuming that the more like lower income and mm-hmm. all of that are probably where you see it more yeah because they're well. close to like um like the military base and like florence oh. and stuff so it's like they take things like really serious but it's like the, the kids haven't been in school for a couple of weeks like most places like you're not working and then it's just like you know they're having yeah. like they're really strict on that like mm-hmm. not being more than 300 feet next to somebody because of like just you potentially spreading something. So, um, but yeah, I haven't really asked anything specific about the media, but they have said that like just the things that they have been doing that I have seen, it's kind of like, it is real. So it's kind of like scary. Like, yeah. And I hope that this is something like, like I was telling somebody earlier that I hope this is something that people start thinking about because a lot of people don't have paid sick leave. Mm -hmm. They only have a certain amount. And a lot of people, you know, we are thinking about field workers or like anybody who works in agriculture that they don't have, they can't work from home, you know, they yeah. need this still. So it's like in situations like this, how can we still have people go home, be with their family, take care of themselves and still get paid for that day's work? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just shit, you know, it sucks that shit like this is happening, but everybody take care of themselves and just take the, the like how Lanya said, take all the precautions you need for yourself. I am legend. Eh. <laughs> That's seriously how this feels like legit. I know it is scary. And I feel like you were right. Me, like I wasn't really as worried initially, but then now it's like each day that passes by more cases and more things. And I'm kind of like, and they're saying that it's they're getting worse. Yeah. That like the cases are going to start doubling. Like the cases of like people in like, who have it and like the debts and all that stuff it's gonna start doubling and mm-hmm. so it's scary. gonna be exponential but that's yeah. why it's good that a lot of like big mass like events or events that get like su- such a big audience are getting canceled and stuff you know mm-hmm. because that will definitely play a big role but um moving on to our topic for the week um and this week we're kind of talking ab- uh, about um 
party planning, event planning, just kind of like our experience with it, but also just we're going to start by touching on some of the things that you guys um, told us um, on our Instagram. So the question was, what do you do to make party planning less stressful? And so we just picked a few, but somebody said doing it in time and not last minute. Um, Someone said they go and fix the salon a day before, get everything out and make sure you aren't missing anything. So it's like they're throwing like big parties because they're getting salon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Someone said list, 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 get food situated, situation sorted first. Everything else is easier. That's true because you know what? If your guests aren't hangry, they're going to be more willing to go with the flow. (laughs) Um, Let everything go with the flow. Oh, make sure the important things are done first. Someone else said, again, a lot of people mentioned checklists, to-do lists, like any type of list is going to help. More people are saying lists. And then someone said to make it less stressful, they cancel the party. (laughs) They're like, I've done it. (laughs) And it's like, oh, sometimes you just, you're right. You kind of start to think like that Mm -hmm. might just be the best way out. Yeah. Uh, Most people said lists. Somebody said they delegate. And they have deadlines. So that's good. It's always good to ask for help. Um, And somebody said to always remember that people don't care. Do the party to please yourself, not others. And I think that's the hardest. (laughs) Why didn't you guys both look at me? I'm like. (laughs) No, you looked at us because you felt attacked. (laughs) Um, And then somebody else, they were saying plan in advance. uh, Check several places for pricing. So, yeah, but, you know, a lot of people said lists, doing things ahead of time, um, and everything else I already said. So, my first question for you guys is, do you even, like, like to be a planner? I personally do, but I have to, like, want to do it, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, if it's somebody that I, it's like, if it's something that I'm like, fuck, like, do I have to, like, I wouldn't, I don't like to. Does that make sense? Uh, uh, what? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, but I get what you mean. If it's like a task for something fun, then I think I'd be into it. But mm-hmm. if it was like, let's plan this very detailed like work event or something, I'd be like, boring. Yeah. You know, but what do you think, B? Are you a planner? Um, <laughs> It depends. I go in like waves where it's like I'm really into like doing a planning for something that I'll like go like a week or a few days, like not even thinking about it. And then I'll go again, like, and then not think about it. Mm-hmm. But that's how I am with the fucking wedding. Like I literally go back to stuff that I already have fucking figured out. I'm just trying to change something for no fucking goddamn reason. Yeah. Cause so, you just want to avoid the responsibility of something else. Yeah. Cause I do that too. But no, I like, I think I like parties, but it's like, you know, the way my bank account set up. Sometimes it's like <laughs> you wish things turned out way different. Like if you had all the funds and all the accessories and stuff that you needed yeah. in time. And I mean, I think we've all planned things at different points in our lives, mm-hmm. like different types of events. But what do you guys feel like has been maybe like your favorite type of event to plan based on like things that you've planned or something? Because I'm trying to think. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'd almost want to say, like, my wedding, but at the same time, it's, like, that shit was stressful. So, it's, like, I actually know what I was So, saying. well, like, well, for me, I think it would, it would have to be Kaiki's birthday parties just because he's the one that I've, like, actually, like, spent the time to actually done. Actually, no, because I actually planned your bridal with, well, with the help of everybody else, but I was more, like, the person, like, okay, mm-hmm. what do we need to get done? But, um... 
I, I have never planned like anything really big. Mm-hmm. So I really have nothing to compare to mm-hmm. except for like the little mini like birthday parties that I've thrown for yeah. my son. Yeah. I actually would say, because now that I remembered on my little note, <laughs> I actually think my favorite thing to plan is like vacations or trips because I just get really hyped up about it mm-hmm. and like just going somewhere new and like researching like cool places and stuff like that. Dude, a mí me da tanta hueva hacer eso. Really? Like I get so overwhelmed because I'm just like, that's why I don't think I've ever, like I've been me- wanting to go to Hawaii, but I'm like no, like, how do I know that they're not ripping me off? Like, how do I know that this mm-hmm. place isn't, like, really legit? Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I get really panicky when it comes to shit like that, especially when it comes to my fucking money. And it's somewhere else where it's, like, any they can, like, take know. advantage of me or anything, yeah. you know? But you just have to do the research and do the best that you can. Because unless you're a local of wherever you're going, you're not going to actually know, like, you know, you could be like, oh, I really want to do this one thing. And then you find a place. And then when you get there, like, you could have done it way cheaper over there. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like that probably would have been really hard to find online because mm-hmm. it's more of like a local spot. Yeah. So you just kind of have to do the best and like pick and choose what you do want to spend your time and money on. Mm-hmm. But That's like literally me right now, like looking at all the flights because <laughs> everything's so cheap. Right now, yeah. I'm like, do I go to Hawaii? Do I have sick days when I come back? <laughs> Honestly, you can go to Hawaii for like 200 bucks round trip. No, I swear on everything. I fucking looked up like randomly like something for Rico's fucking birthday. And literally Vegas was like not even like 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. There and back. I know. But then you get there and all the casinos are closed. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, so oh, just like, fun times. Might, might not go to work that day. <laughs> um, no, so for me, it's like I've done <laughs> parties, but I've never really done like a really big party. I've always like done mine like budgeted parties but I feel like so far like I could say like planning my wedding's been the best even though it's fucking stressful it's because I've gone and I've done the thing where it's like you go and try to get quotes from everybody and um there was like a company I was going to use for decorating that we're literally going to charge like almost nine thousand dollars and you know having like everybody is probably like damn (laughs) yeah and that's because I wasn't doing like extravagant it was literally just shit that was like not gonna cost a lot but it's because being Hispanic or coming from Hispanic family, it's like people just feel fucking obligated to be invited. And it's like literally your list is like four pages, you know? And so that's what made it more expensive, just the more people. And so I finally just like had like a breakdown, like talk to myself, talk to like my bridal party and like my family. And I'm just like, okay, like I could do this shit by myself. Like I just need to like not procrastinate on my fucking time. And I literally can do all the fucking same decorations as them for like less than 800 fucking dollars. Yeah. So it's like, it's just sometimes the stress of like doing things by yourself that's overwhelming because it's like you can do something like do do it yourself, but like to fucking get like all the little things to make something, it sometimes it adds up. So you're just like, it does. Why but am you I doing have that? a lot of manpower. Yeah, and by that I mean women power because <laughs> your bridal party. <laughs> I know you guys are always like telling me like, yeah. what do you guys want us to do? But it's like I don't have anything like right this second because most of the stuffs like I have to make like that week or something like that so Mm -hmm. there is a list but not yet (laughs) i think it's just hard because if we had the money like if we were fucking like a kardashian or somebody Mm -hmm. rich it would be easy because we could just hire somebody a party planner come here okay this is all the shit i want that's their fucking job they're the ones that are gonna have to go out and do it go get the quotes literally you're just posting out the credit card pain and everybody's just like and then the day of you just show up and Mm -hmm. then you get you take yeah. credit of it for it because yeah. you're the one who paid. And like overall, 
a lot of people think like it's easy to throw like these big parties, but if you have a normal job during the day, you yeah. really yeah. do not fucking have enough time to be doing all this shit. Like party planners, 90% of like people that have money to pay for good party planners, that's literally their job all fucking day is researching, making shit getting reaching out to vendors and it's like sometimes it's overwhelming to be fucking contacting people via email and the phone and so it's like you gotta especially because they have the same the same work schedule as you most likely so it's like you're gonna be like while you're at work you probably can't be calling them Mm -hmm. because you're at work and then when you're off it's like oh you maybe get like a 30 minute window to call them after work before they're done with their day too yeah so it makes it hard but um a lot of people mention like having checklists and I definitely like I just with everything work, just anything in life. I feel like lately I've been all about a fucking list. Me too. <laughs> and sticking it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like what types of things do you guys put on your checklist for like an event? I'll literally break it down. Food. Limons, this, this, yeah, this, this. Utensils, this, this, this. And that's easier for me to go to the store and be like fucking checking it off than being like. Do I need spoons? I need forks or like what little shit you need? I feel like I'm not that big on lists. I feel like I just make a mental note. And maybe that's my flaw or like something that I have wrong because I I think about shit so much that's like Mm -hmm. I'm trying to remember. I remember that I go to sleep dreaming about shit like that. Mm -hmm. So it's like, fuck, like maybe I should start writing lists down. But then it's like. Mm, like I don't like wasting paper and then like if I, I can I can put it on my phone you know and I can do it but then it's just like I don't know I feel like I'm just kind of like <laughs> it'll okay. change your life yeah because <laughs> I I was very much the same way where like our, and I never picked it up until RJ pointed it out to me like you're always so stressed out you're trying to remember like 300 things at one time in your brain and then you always forget something and then you're stressed out because you forgot that he's like just mm-hmm. write it down like write it down and I mean, honestly, I don't know if he's much of like a listing, but he also isn't like about planning events mm. or stuff like that. But um, I've just been like now that I write everything down, it just makes it so easy because you think of the overall picture and then it's easy to be like, oh, this one thing, this one thing, like adding stuff that you wouldn't have thought about. Mm-hmm. And it's just easier to track everything. Like even now, if we like move into like budgeting, mm-hmm. it's like if you don't have a list, it's so much harder to keep track of what you're going to spend money on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like even... Like, as we had mentioned before, like, Debbie had said something about, like, us, like, helping with Danya's baby shower. It's, like, so different seeing, like, the way. Because it's, like, we have a message. And so, like, Debbie will be, like, like, we'll text and, like, do this. And it's, like, hard for me because it's, like, I'm more of, like, a visual. Like, I have, like, a set vision of, like, how I could see something being. And I know what I need to get. But it's hard to, like, explain it over text or, like, without me literally grabbing the thing and be, like, this, this. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like different. And I like guess scene. It, it becomes easier when it's like, <clears throat> I mean, I like to think that I'm not like a control freak, right? No. Right, but it's like other people might be, mm-hmm. and it's like with me, it's like okay, if that's your vision, like you take care of X, Y, and Z when mm-hmm. you want to do, and that's your yeah, that's your yeah. thing. Just make sure the colors match and like make sure the theme goes, and mm-hmm. then that's it. Yeah, you know, which is, I, we're kind of getting off track, but it's like kind of with that. Do y'all think you're good at working with other people when it comes to planning? Or do you think, like, you can butt heads with these people easily? I feel like it's hard because I've never really done an event with other people. Mm -hmm. But I feel like in this scenario that we're talking about right now, I feel like no. Because I feel like we've all brought, like, 
ideas and like we our personalities and like the way we approach things are different. So it's not like you're feeling like like if I was the same way, like this, this, this needs to be a way, then it would be different. Cause then mm-hmm. one of us would be like, okay, you're kind of like overstepping, but yeah. we all have but no, I feel like I can collaborate with people, but I also am the type of person like ever since I can remember, like I've just always kind of been a control freak. And I was <laughs> <laughs> like nodding head. But it's just because I am like the type of person that like consistency is really important to me. So I feel like it's not that it's like, I don't feel like I do it to be like, it has to be my way or the highway. It's just because essentially I want everything to kind of follow the same guide, like the same mm-hmm. path or the same vision. You know what I mean? And not just be like random this yeah. here and there. Like, yeah. And I feel like when you have a lot of people, someone in, tends to have to take that on just like as far as like quality. Because mm-hmm. otherwise it's like, what well, could be quality to me could be qual- different quality to you and different quality to you. But if one person kind of takes that lead, then everybody just kind of like follows that flow. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But um, as far as working with people, like, especially because it's like everybody has something to bring to the table and there could be something that you don't even think about that someone else would think about. And you're like, oh, yeah, like that'd be way easier. You know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like, no, I'm going to do it the hard way because it's my way. You know what I mean? Yeah. There I go. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, it becomes it becomes really really challenging when when you're not aware of that. Like for example, with Nani and I, like I understand that she has this vision and she does it. So it's like I step back and just kind of like, okay, let me know what you need help mm. with, or like what do, what do yeah. you need me to do? And then that way, it's not like I'm step overstepping, but then she's also like not nah, like. Así se hacen las cosas and like yeah. this is how I want it. In her mind though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like I just try to like also be wor- good about how I word things because sometimes it's not because I want to be bossy. It's just because it's like I want it to be understood that there's always a reason why I thought what I thought. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Again, like. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know what I mean? Okay, so talking about budgets, I feel like this is a big one for all of us. Because are we good at budgeting for parties? <laughs> no. I feel like I'm not, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Tell them what you do. So <laughs> what I do. Well, let's just say that like Amazon Prime is my BFF. And literally, yeah, and literally like anything, oh, Amazon, 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 and especially because it'd be like the next day delivery, unless it was my fucking previous package that these motherfuckers lost because they came through USPS. I should have just done that <laughs> as my let it out. But anyways, um, I literally go on Amazon, check the price, and then I go to my bank account and then I'm like, okay, do I have no money? Okay, yeah, I do. Okay, order. And then that's it. <laughs> but it's different because when I'm ordering, so the that's what I do like now with it's like us when we're collaborating to do something mm-hmm. big, right? But for Kaiki's birthday, like when I'm the one that has to pay for the fucking food, for the fucking decorations, for literally everything, I'm just like, okay, I need to start like saving money to like put it aside because mm-hmm. I know that it, food itself is going to be like X amount of money depending on what I'm going to get and like all that stuff. Which I've been actually debating whether or not I should do it more simple and small like how V does for, like, the kids. Mm. Or if I should keep it with, like, the amount of people who have had. But then it's like, 
People get all buried if I don't invite You'll them. You'll get to that level, though, because V wasn't like that initially. Mm-hmm. She was more like, let's go all out for every single thing. But now that she has two kids and, like, it's been multiple birthday yeah. parties, I think she's learned. Yeah. And it's, like, literally because I've learned from, like, Nevaeh's fuck. I had, like, a, her second fucking birthday party. Literally changed my fucking life. So, like, I didn't – I wanted to do something small. And the last minute, like, two – like, a week before, I fucking changed it to, like, a bigger place. Remember when I had like the big old yeah. jumping things and literally nobody fucking showed up except our immediate family, immediate families and like a couple extra people because it was so last minute. Yeah, it was last and minute. And it's like I wasted like hundreds and hundreds of dollars for like nothing. So it's like now at the point, it's like we have a large family. So there's a lot of fucking kids. It's just easier to do something with our immediate family. And I feel like with you at Kaiki's party, there's not really a lot of little kids. It's mostly a, a older people that are there. So it's yeah. kind of like you're kind of doing the party for them more than like. The, the kids. kids, yeah, yeah, that's what it does. So yeah. you need to get a fucking Sancho that has some nephews and nieces that can bring to the party. <laughs> and kids are cheaper because they get impressed with like littler things. Like all you gotta mm-hmm. do, like um, for Vea's last uh for her birthday party, like the kids loved. Even my mom was like, oh, it's so cute because I took my little brother. Like she loved that. Like you did the little boxes mm-hmm. and like the little things, and it's like all the kids were just excited that they got like a little box with things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, like you would have not shut up with those fucking bubbles, <laughs> and have to hide them. That's like bringing up like my budget. Like, I mean, I don't like. I'm not really a good budgeter, but I try to be a penny pincher when I can. So it's like even for my daughter's party, it's like always after Valentine's Day. So literally, she we did not know what we were gonna fucking do for her birthday, and literally we went to Fred Meyer one day, and I saw all this fucking unicorn in the Valentine section. So I was like. This year you're having a Valentine, a freaking unicorn party. So literally, we went the next day after Valentine's. So you don't let her pick. You no, pick I her. do usually, but because this year we were, she wanted to go to Chuck E. Cheese, and there's just like all this stuff going on mm-hmm. that it was not comfortable for me to do that. And so then I ended up bringing it up to her like, oh, you want to do a unicorn thing? And she was like, yeah, like she was so hyped up because I took her to the store to show her the stuff that we were gonna get. And I literally went the next day to Valentine's Day. I fucking got Valentine's boxes. I bought all this fucking unicorn shit half off. And then, like, you know, incorporated things for Valentine's Day in the party. So it's like, I try to save money when I can because Rico's the type where he's like, it's just one day. Like, yeah. so that's what sucks. It's like, even with holidays, like, I go the day after the fucking holiday and I get stuff for next year. So it's like. Yeah, I try to be like that, too, because it's like, oh, it's just one day, but I'm more like. It's just one day, so let's go all out instead. Yeah, you know what I mean? that's how I am. Yeah, like for like, I've been thinking about like, what should the theme be for Kaiki's birthday party this year? And then it and then it came the question was like, do I want a lot? Because my family's not. I'm think out of everybody, I'm the more like, yeah, let's throw a fucking party, and everybody's like, bitch, like we don't want people over. <laughs> and I'm like, well, fuck you guys, like we have to do it now because it's my son. Yeah, and it's just. Yeah, so it's like it's a me, but my sisters are amazing. They help, you know, all the time, but yeah. Ugh. Yeah, but budgeting isn't my strong suit. I've yeah, gotten a lot not. better. Um, I definitely learned my lesson after our wedding, but I didn't necessarily say like, okay, we have this amount of money to spend on the wedding and then divide it up to the different things. But what I did kind of to budget was more like, okay, like this photographer, like I want a great photographer, but am I going to get satisfaction out of spending $7,000 on a photographer and then now having to like have less budget for other things? Or, you know, like I kind of made it more based on like importance of whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But yeah, definitely didn't stick to budget. So <laughs> I've been just trying like with my list and everything and just having like a better grasp of my overall vision for whatever it is that I have to do just to make it better and like save money where I can. Yeah. And I, I mean, I budget even with food. Like we go out, I get water, you get a drink, we both <laughs> share it. I get the free refill. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really cheap. And it's like, I'm the type of person with like, I'll be craving Olive Garden. Then we get the bill and I'm like, I should just fucking eat top ramen now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't. Not with yeah, food. Yeah, with yeah, food, no. I'm like, uh-uh. uh, surf and turf, please. Like, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. like it's you want just- lobster? Let's go. Because <laughs> yeah. that's just how we've been. And RJ's like that guy. If we're going to like a steakhouse, like he'll either go for like a good ass steak or he'll order the fucking lobster. And it's like, me too then. You know what I mean? Even if Budget I get claiming <laughs> overtime, like, yeah, I got to work overtime <laughs> next week. <laughs> Um, but you know, like thinking about planning events, I found that like things that make it really hard for me to plan Mm -hmm. is the fact that I fucking overthink everything. Mm -hmm. I am very indecisive. Like I'm constantly thinking like I'm set on this one thing. And then I'm like, am I going to plan the whole party around that one? Like, say it's like an invitation that I just love. Mm -hmm. So now my whole party has to be themed around the fucking invitation. (laughs) Me. (laughs) And then I'm like, okay, fuck. All right. So this doesn't work. And then it's just like being indecisive about the little things and then also deciding how big the event should be. Yeah. I think is what makes it hard for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that for me, like the more I'm all of these three things, like definitely for sure. Like that's what makes it hard for me. But I think that what helps me is like the theme. Picking the theme is what makes it easier for me because then I'm like, okay, well, I know that I'm going to want a backdrop. Okay, the backdrop's obviously going to have balloons. So what is what is that? What are those colors are around that that theme? And mm-hmm. like, and then depending on how many people I really want to have. Do I, and then that is the amount of like food. And it's like, okay, well, if, if I only invite a little bit of people, can I have a carnasada instead of having a taquiza? Or like, can I have, you know, because last year I did carnitas, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so it's like, and then it makes it less. So then my my pocket isn't as screaming at the end. Mm-hmm. But it, but I am indecisive. I'm like, okay, well, do I need a hundred spoons? Because who knows? They might bring their tios and tias. Or do I need 50? You know, you're it's like. thinking mm. like forks. Do Are they going to save their fucking fork for the cake? Or are you going to get an extra <laughs> yeah. fucking fork? And then I feel like for for um his bap- for Kaiki's baptism, I was like, well, whoever didn't fucking show up on time, they didn't fucking show up and they didn't get a piece of cake. And my mom's like, but what are they going to think? I'm like, they knew the fucking party started at whatever time. Like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, because it, you have to pick and choose your shit. And it's yeah. like. Yeah. And I feel like, um, like, what makes it, like, difficult, too, is, like, what you guys called me out on earlier that I felt guilty of. It's, like, fucking ple- not pleasing other fucking people. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that's makes true. parties so fucking difficult because I'm always like, what is this person going to think? Like, you know, like people are going to judge They're gonna talk shit no matter about. what you fucking do, whether you're having a multi-million dollar fucking party. Like they'll talk the little shit like, yeah, the guitarra was fucking out of tune. Like, you know, they'll just yeah. say some stupid shit. And so it's like, I feel like that's what's really difficult is just pleasing yourself, but also still wanting people i guess to have a good time kind of like you want them to like accept your idea kind of yeah but dude no we'll get into our failures and regrets (laughs) in a little bit because um yeah but i mean recently so things that have happened obviously like we planned um these 
Bachelorette, and then you know her bridal showers coming up, my baby showers coming up, these weddings coming up, then Gaiki's birthday's coming up, like Vea's birthday just happened, but like I don't know what other yeah. things. I think that's like kind of like the most recent yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, my birthday's coming up, but it's like I don't. You haven't really said anything what no, you're doing because, either. Because well, because the baby shower is literally the day be like the weekend before before my birthday. And then it's like, well, I don't really want to do anything that Friday. And, like, I feel like it's a lot of shit happening. So, it's like I don't want to overwhelm people. Mm -hmm. So, maybe I'll have something, like, the day of, like, we'll go out to dinner or, like, Maybe the following, but then the following week is your is your. But mine's on a Sunday, so you could. And but so mine. is hers, but it's like the all the planning that it takes the day before, mm-hmm. and so it's just like oh, I don't know. We could do something the weekend before. I mean, you're already over twenty one, so it's not like we have to wait for it to be. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just like eh, I don't know. Yeah, so. but I feel like you should still do something. Like, don't change it because of other events. Like, I feel like if you want to do it, like we're gonna like be there, make it happen. So it's just yeah. fucking do it. You want your ass clapped? Like, I'll just sleep the whole clap. day before and I'll be ready. Well, okay. you clap. <laughs> I'll just sleep the whole day before and I'll be ready for <laughs> Let's go um, to the strip club. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm down to go. What do you, our listeners think? Like, would it, wouldn't it be weird? I feel like they'd be like, who's this bitch's baby daddy? Like, that letter out here to the fucking strip I've club. seen a not pregnant if, stripper not, before. Not so. if your baby daddy came with us, too. That's true, huh? <laughs> I, I can just really imagine RJ. He'd be overwhelmed the whole fucking time. Like, <laughs> baby, are you okay? Baby, are you okay? Going to massage your feet? <laughs> I'd probably be like, yes. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Do you guys have, like, any tips on things that have, like, really worked out really good for you guys in, like, planning events? Because I know that I have things that, I, like, I wouldn't do again or, like, that just fucking sucked. But thinking about well, good things. Like how I said, making it more around the theme um and that's doing one, doing yeah. that make everything around the theme pick a theme cuz i feel like that's the most hard part mm-hmm. out of it, all of this wedding plan planning and then if you if you um if you are the one that's helping someone or you're the one that's the lead lead just make sure to have clear communication as to like what is it that you want um take the fucking wheel yeah or just but and if you're not the lead like Make sure to communicate whatever you're planning on doing or getting with the person who is the lead because mm-hmm. you don't want drama the day of or the day before and Why all that shit. Why are you shit. looking at me? <laughs> I'm like, are you talking about the baby shower? Like, I'm no. so confused. <laughs> I was just saying in general. I mean, not from not because I've done it and anyone has done it to me, but it's just because mm-hmm. I feel like that's what I would do. Yeah, no, I think the theme is really important because it gives you a vision Mm -hmm. and then something that i would say that helps me is prioritizing what's most important so like usually we'll be like location first of Mm -hmm. all and like food how many people i feel like i do next which probably how many people should go first so you can pick a place that's big enough and then um food for sure and then everything else is like minor details because at the end of the day if you don't end up having, like, say you're, like, really have to host an event. If you don't end up having fucking centerpieces, if you don't end up having a fucking backdrop, like, yeah, it would suck. But, you know, you probably would still be able to fucking make it work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's really Ben Rico. He fucking told me as long as, long as we fucking have the venue, the, our food, and music paid, like, fuck everything else. And I'm like, no, and, no. <laughs> but that's exactly how I feel, too. Because, like, for example, for Kaiki's. Well, not not for his baptism, but for his second birthday, 
I didn't have any centerpieces or anything because I just feel like it's a, that, that's shit that's going to go to the trash or people are not going to mm-hmm. really take. I'm not really big on like, as long as we have a really nice backdrop and everyone feels at home and there's enough food for everybody, like everything else just flows. Mm-hmm. But then again, I'm coming from a place where I have never planned a really big party. Mm-hmm. So I'm just laughing still at the fact that Rico's <laughs> like, that's all I'm going to be like, why are you so negative? <laughs> I know. Seriously, it's like he's even brought up like fucking... He's like, it'll just get the Dollar Tree, um, the freaking table covers. He's like, people put holes in them anyways. And I'm like, no, I can't do that. You're but- like, yeah, because they're plastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like for something that's like worked out great is like always making sure you got money in the bank or your account can overdraft. <laughs> I got money in the bank. Because, yeah, like if you don't pay attention and you're just like, because I feel like a lot of times we're probably all guilty of this. Like we'll start. Like, you know, being really good. And then last minute, we're like, in that day, you're like, running fuck the it. Store. Like, get this, get that, get that. Fuck it. We'll figure it out tomorrow. Like, you know what I mean? And then, like, like we said, you're like taking out a load and shit. Like, <laughs> seriously, me. Like, um, but okay. How about some things that have been bad? Because I can tell you guys again, just going back to my wedding, Mexicans are never on fucking time. <laughs> And they never fucking RSVP. So I lost hope like that that's ever going to be a thing that I do for any event because it's like they probably like, do they even know what RSVP means? (laughs) And it's like they will tell you half the time. Like, yeah, for my wedding, people were like, oh, yeah, we're going to be there. And then I'm like, okay, the dinner's at this fucking time. Mind you, like we catered the food. So it was like you were getting it was like it was like I paid per plate. Biggest fucking regret because. My Malagradecidos showed up late. Their food was fucking cold. You know, stuff like that. So another big regret. Only invite people who matter to you. And it doesn't fucking matter if they matter to someone in your family. Because mm-hmm. that's my biggest regret. Because at the end of the day, it was RJ and I with the fucking bill. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. And I feel like with that, I feel like a failure is just. This sounds like really fucked up to say. But I feel like a failure is just fucking sometimes like just the expectations that like our Mexican Hispanic culture expects at fucking parties because I'll like most of my coworkers are American. So I'll literally be talking about my wedding. They're like, you're serving dinner. Like why wouldn't you just have like finger foods or like people eat before they come and they just come for a dance. And I'm like, at a Mexican party, it's like literally if you don't have food, like people will literally drag you. Like, yeah. They'll fucking grab you by your watches and fucking (laughs) reburn them into tires. Like, for real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just, there's just certain things where it's like you cannot do because of our culture. It's again like, fuck, but white people are so boring. And it's like, shit, who the fuck wants to fucking go to a party where it ends at six? Yeah. No. I was like, me right now. Like, (laughs) I'm tired. But it's true because then you see the people that, like, show up late. They'll still, like, you know, you said dinner was from 4 to 6 and it's 8. And they'll show up and they'll ask you, is there any food left? They'll show up to the fucking kitchen and try to, like, get the fucking sartenes with rice and serve themselves. Yeah, (laughs) like, like, even at our niece's quince that recently, like, happened, like, a few months ago. Literally, there was, like, people that would get there late and you would literally see them in the fucking kitchen, like, trying to serve themselves a fucking plate. And it's like embarrassing yeah like you came late like should have gotten that fucking mcchicken on the way here yeah we're gonna be late anyways do you have any other like big failures or like things that you're just like what the fuck i think mine is just the people like how you mentioned like (laughs) echo (laughs) echoing the fact that it's like 
if they don't give a fuck about you, if they don't give a fuck about who the the, the party's for, then fuck them. Like, yeah. don't invite them. I think it's coming, like, you, at least for me, I, like, try to be nice and invite everybody. But it's at the end of the day, like, if I don't want somebody's negative ass there, like. Yeah. And it's just, like, really sad, too, because it's, like, me going through, like, my whole invitation thing. It's, like, really sad that it's, like. I'm putting the, there's like specific things that I put on my invitation. It's like for literally me to fucking write on my invitation, like do not extend the fucking invitation mm. or like not on the actual invitation, but like on a details card that's gone with the invitation. It's like sad that I have to fucking put that, but it's like, I don't want to be at my wedding and then fucking that's some the fucking, primos bring their primos that's and fucking the worst cousin. part. Yeah. I see that happen and it's like, dude, like who are you? It's like, you don't even know who they are. I'm a quinceanera. I was dancing with some fool and he's like, so, this is your birthday? Like, how old are you? I'm like, it's a fucking quinceañera, you dumb motherfucker. Like, you're wearing a fucking... <laughs> Debbie's, like, carrying her muñeca, and they're still asking. <laughs> I was pissed. I yeah. was so fucking mad. But she still said yes to dads. Well, it was like a, everyone was dancing, oh, you know? like okay. yeah. When they do the, like, padrino. Yeah. yeah. And uh-huh. it's just even, too, like, I get it. Like, okay, like, if... Somebody gives me an invitation and they put like para familia this. Okay, yeah, that is pretty much saying like your kids. But it's like if it literally just says the first and like the both people, it's like don't extend your invite. Like even my parents have tried doing that where it's like they'll get invited to a party and they'll be like, oh, you guys want to come? I'm like, no, I don't even know who that is. Or I'm not even like they didn't invite me. So why am I going to go? Like That's it just doesn't very make much sense. a cultural thing. And I feel like since we're on the, on the topic, topic of that. Let's be fucking courteous to other people's wishes for their events that they're spending their fucking money on because they don't owe you a damn thing. They don't owe you a plate. They don't owe you an invitation. They don't owe you any of that. And it's like, it just sucks. But culturally, we don't have like that. um, I guess like that common sense. Like for one, we don't respect the fact to be on time. Mm -mm. A lot of times we'll be like, can I invite this other person? And it's like, you're a padrino and you contributed $50 and it's like that's not even enough to fucking cover the meals that I'm like paying to give you. And not even that but it's like why is it that people feel like they have the authority or the right to even invite somebody else? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's true. Some people like think like padrinos like they'll be like oh let me pitch in like yeah you know everything's appreciated don't get me wrong and like we only had a few people that helped us with the wedding and I really appreciated their help or them wanting to, but for the most part, I just didn't want to have to deal with that. Yeah. And it's kind of like, because a lot of times it's like, okay, it's a family of five and it's like, say they're like, okay, they can give you a hundred dollars. And again, I'm not trying to sound like my agradecida cause I know it sounds fucked up, but it's like, that's not even, that wouldn't have been enough for me to cover what I, what their meals cost. Mm-hmm. And then on top of them trying to show up with like, like a friend of their kids and like some random you know it's Mm -hmm. just like have some common courtesy you know what I mean yeah and I have like I have those family members that literally like some being trying coleros and like they literally bring their compadre and their comadre and their tia and their tío from the other side and it's like what's your name you know like yeah and that's like literally because so then we threw a party for my dad and the fucking DJ literally fucking brought his wife. He fucking brought his kids. They brought their little fucking boyfriends and like some of their friends. Like they literally filled up two fucking tables oh, and I was so fucking pissed. I've and, been to parties like that. And it's like too like me like talking shit, but I'm having the same fucking DJ. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, tell I literally have told my mom, I was like, 
telling like my dad, like when you get an invitation, like you need to tell him like it's no. just for him. Like, you no, know, not invitation, know. but like, you he, know, like for the party, like to say like this is it's a private event because I'm like, I literally will fucking blow my fucking horn. That's a different thing, though. It's like they're vendors. They mm-hmm. are not a fucking they're not doing that shit for free. If they no, were there for you're free, paying them. Yeah. yeah, you're paying them for a service. And that's really unprofessional because it's like now it's costing you food. It's costing you tables. And it's like you got to decorate that table like. Yeah, vendors. And again, it's just like such a cultural thing and it's really annoying. Do you remember when we were in that wedding and the DJ w- brought their like wife and then the, the wife was not fucking paying attention to her baby? Yeah, and, and then the RJ baby saved the kid from yeah, getting ran, ran over. over. Because we were on like on this really on a road where it's like not a lot of cars pass by, but they fucking pass by hella fast. And literally, like I was we were outside and literally RJ, all I see is RJ's like eyes like go big and like literally taking off getting the baby. And I went off on the bitch and we were and almost the bitch about to still f- had the nerve to and get what mad. Did she, say? she was, I don't know, I don't remember. It was she, years ago. She, yeah, but she tried to get mad because okay, so you know, it's like it's a back road and mm-hmm. it's like there's not a lot of cars, but the cars that pass are gonna pass like 60 miles an hour. Yeah. So the little boy, right? It was a little boy, mm-hmm. yeah, was like crossing the line, like to enter the road already. And RJ happened to get him, so he brought him. And then Debbie was the one who took him to the mom. And then later, the DJ like thanked them and stuff. But the lady tried to get mad and that like what like trying to act like she could have an I, attitude. Yeah. And I'm like, I your told kid her, I was like, just you need to watch your son from running over. From getting yeah, ran over. I was like, you need to watch him. She's like, I've been watching. I'm like, no, you fucking weren't because my friend just literally like saved his life. I was like, don't catch an attitude with me. Yeah, it was fucking, fucking snatch her fucking thread. No, but that night I almost got enough out with some girl, remember? Yeah. <laughs> oh but yeah. So anyways. <laughs> we got sidetracked, but so I So anyways, if they happened. say don't bring kids, don't bring kids. Respect whatever anybody else um, is asking because it's their party. It's not yours. Mm-hmm. You're not paying for it. Unless you're yeah. contributing half of the fucking, you know, party. You don't have a say. <laughs> yeah. No, because that was one of the things that I like thought about. It's like having special requests. And I feel like it was weird for me for my at my wedding to like culturally not as like accepted that I said I didn't want kids under 10. And it's just because I didn't want kids running around. Obviously, I made exceptions to like our immediate family. But then I had people that like for one, I barely wanted to invite you. I just did it because either we were close to your partner or whatever. And they're like trying to hit me up. Like, is it cool if I take my kids? And I'm like, it's cool if you don't come. Yeah. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like, what? Like, dude, I'm making exceptions for, like, my bridal party and, like, immediate family. And it's like, we're not even related. Or, like, family who was traveling, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. or family who was traveling. Because, see, that, like, too, like, some family were like, oh, we can't go because you said no kids. And I'm like, do you think that I expected you to leave your, like, five-year-old child in California or something? Like, so that Mm -hmm. you couldn't come. So, obviously, I was going to make those exceptions. But... We don't have, like, the best communication, I guess, with certain family members. So it's, like, not something that I would have, like, picked up the phone and let them know or them ask me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that wasn't, like, taken very well by some people. But Yeah, I mean, like, that's what we have, like, on our invitation, too, is, like, no small kids. And it's not necessary because we're having, like, a plated dinner thing, but it's because... One, sometimes it's, like, overwhelmed when you go to a party and just, like, the fucking kids just are, like, running everywhere. It's fucking annoying. And it's, like, also, if you're going to bring your child, like, and they're having their first dance, don't fucking let your kid run around. Yeah. Taking that glory. Yeah. And it's, like, we also have, like, an exception for, like, our bridal party, close family, and, like, you know, 
like close family and it's like our bridal party and it's sometimes it's Not like you know like people are gonna bring still their kids but it's like I literally had to put it on my invitation and on the fucking details card because it's like, it's not that kids are bad. Like I have my own kids, but it's sometimes it's like, I'm not going to go to a party one. If I know there's gonna be a lot of people, I know my kids are not going to fucking want to be there. And also it's just like the stress of like, that's how many more seats and all that shit. When you're trying to keep it a small wedding, it's like, you don't want that. And you want people to enjoy themselves. You don't want people to be like, fucking having to run in the hallway to get their kids and like yeah. just a place that we're having at it's just not going to be good for a lot of fucking kids to be there so it's just and weddings are more for adults to enjoy so it's yeah. like if you're a guest and you know you're going to get an invitation ahead of time so you have enough time to plan mm-hmm. someone that you can leave your kid with and at the same time it's like don't take it as a way to be offended because it's obviously mm-hmm. most likely not towards a specific kid that you don't want there yeah um but then you're kind of helping the family like have an excuse for a little like date night and yeah. it's like that's how they should just take it you know they don't want to be at the wedding restraining their kid the whole time mm-hmm. start saving your cans so you can save up money for the <laughs> for babysitter, the babysitter. <laughs> um okay but i think that's we kind of covered a lot of stuff in regards mm-hmm. to planning events and parties and I'm sure we'll still be doing some more. Um, wait, lastly, I did want to ask you guys, have you guys had any like surprise events, thrown surprise events or like had like a surprise like event thrown for you? No, but I always wanted one. I always wanted one thrown for me. Maybe for my 30. I've gotten a surprise dick appointment when I got <laughs> home. <laughs> that was fully blown. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I don't. I haven't thrown a surprise birthday party or any type of event. No, and I haven't had one either. I don't yeah. think. I always like gonna watch YouTubers. I'm like, oh, I want to do that. I want somebody to do that for me. But you know the way our friends are set up. Yeah, it doesn't happen. Whack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, it would be fun. Like I'm not good with surprises. I feel like I'd get awkward initially, but then at the I- same time, I'd be like, it'd be fun. Actually, yeah, I've gotten a surprise dinner thrown for me. An ex threw one for me. Now that I think about like it, like she cooked for you. No, like she invited She's like everybody. Surprise! Threw the dinner at you. Like <laughs> no, you're in a fight. Time for you to do. <laughs> no, um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was too bad. <laughs> no, um, she threw. She invited everybody to come, and like there was a big surprise dinner for me or whatever at a restaurant. But yeah, that was like the most. Was it was for my twenty first. Yeah, it was for my twenty first. Where did we go? To this Mexican place in like West oh, Salem. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I don't think you no. were twenty one. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Were we? Fr- yeah, <laughs> were, were we, we friends? friends? Wow. <laughs> no, yeah, we were. But, um, but we, but when you guys were in college and we were younger, like we didn't really do stuff with you guys because yeah. you guys were all like too cool for the little kids and shit. No way. <laughs> um. Okay. We fucking hung out with you guys, like. <laughs> but I mean, forever. like, we never went to like, your guys' like house parties because we were still in high yeah. school, so it was like uh, weird, you never, know. Never I didn't even go to our house parties because I was under house arrest. <laughs> Afterwards, no, I'm no, saying like oh we should we should have added like the parties we used to plan in high school, and like fucking like the black lights and that the- was in college already. So now that we're done talking about all of our party planning shit. Um, what I did have a what if question, and so it is kind of tied to the topic. And the question is, what if you were granted fifty thousand dollars to throw an event or party for someone else? Who would it be for, and what would you be celebrating? Uh, Five, 
four. <laughs> so I want to be selfish and I'll throw it for my 30th birthday. Oh, I'll... I was oh. supposed to say couldn't be yourself, but <laughs> oh, dang, okay. But it's fine because I didn't write that, so go ahead. Okay, so I would probably do it for my thirtieth birthday. I would get a fucking banda if I'm not whatever. I'll get a fucking Puro banda. Uh huh. Bring all the fucking trocas out for so the fucking be- entryway. <laughs> You'd be celebrating your 30th? Mm-hmm. What would you do? Honestly, if I could throw a birthday, an event for someone, I probably, even though my mom's birthday was a couple weeks ago, I feel like I would have thrown like her like a 50th birthday party. Mm-hmm. But I didn't because there was a lot going on. There's been a lot going on right now. Um, but yeah, I would probably throw my mom like a 50th because 50th is like a big thing. Mm-hmm. Sorry, mama. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I yeah, feel like I, I was going to say like something similar. Like I probably, I mean, my parents are like almost two years apart, but um, I was going to either say that, but I'm like, oh, then it wouldn't be fair. I'd have to pick one of my parents. Mm-hmm. But then I actually think that I would probably end up throwing them either a wedding or like a big trip for them yeah. because I feel like my parents didn't, you know, I don't know. I think I've mentioned it before. They got married the same year. Like you know through the court or whatever they were just basically like um what's the term when you're like married but not really but like married by default like um, mexican I, married like <laughs> in mexico no, but has a, no but like after certain years oh, yeah, common law married yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um and so they actually got married with we didn't do like an event or anything we went to dinner and stuff with them and that sort of thing but like nothing big and i just feel like they would deserve that so it's like mm-hmm. either do something the way some of our family members are set up, it's like, do I don't know if I want to do like a huge thing, yeah, or like something smaller with just people who matter, and then like sending them on a trip, yeah. So I feel like I'd probably I feel like that's like, like that. well fucking deserved for your parents, like yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's the end. Does anybody have anything else? No. To Make add- sure to self quarantine if you've been out. <laughs> <laughs> all scary we're all like yeah guys be positive take precautions at the end (laughs) self-quarantine don't be sucking no random dick (laughs) out here um okay so make sure (laughs) what okay i don't know like did debbie feel guilty because you're just like looking at me i was nodding i was agreeing with you like "Mm -hmm, (laughs) she's pretty good she had four hot dogs so she's like good right now and la pistola and la pistola (laughs) Okay, so make sure that you guys go ahead and you follow us on Instagram. <laughs> at underscore Reinas del Chisme. And on Twitter. Reinas DL Chisme. And yeah, so stay tuned because actually after this episode airs, we're going to be getting closer to our third IGTV episode. Mm-hmm. So be ready for that. Go watch the previous one if you haven't yet. And hopefully everybody has a great week. Wash your motherfucking hands. <laughs> And under your fingernails. <laughs> yeah. But okay, later everyone. Bye. Hasta luego. Ah!